Welcome to your journey to greatness through routine, a podcast designed to help you build a success routine. My name is Michelle Steffes and I'm author of the book and I'm excited to come to you today with more insights and ideas to accomplish your success routine because it's not the big things we do, but the little things we do every day that make the biggest difference. So let's get on with the podcast. in this series and we will go on to a brand new series tomorrow so I hope that those of you who have been uh, working or actually joining us each time and working from home have benefited from this series there has been a lot of context a lot of uh, tips and ideas on how to make it more effective but also how to create an environment that's very productive for you not only in terms of what's around you but even the hours you choose, the schedules that you set up for yourself, the intentionality of it all, but even rewiring your brain to get used to and acclimate to a homework environment as opposed to a work environment where you where your office was located. So today I kind of want to dedicate to um, leaders and teams and I'll finalize with a few notes on that. Uh, one of the things that I hear often with people that do work remotely is they're they're either not sure they're 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 getting communicated uh, correctly on projects or they're uncertain they're doing the job that they're supposed to be doing doing and they're afraid to call too much or um, or, or or react or overreact. Um, they're afraid that they may not be um, you know pleasing the the leader because maybe they're not accomplishing the project in the time frame that they thought they were. So I mean, there's probably a few more fears I haven't mentioned, but the, it's so important that we keep communication lines wide open and that we communicate enough. If you're a leader, please communicate clearly to your teams, even if it means setting up some kind of a program where they can see the tasks as they're being completed and have an open communication. There's a lot of platforms out there to help with that. Also, let your team know when you're available. So if there's certain time frames that you're going to be available for your team, that they can chat with you, text you, write you, call you, make sure they know when that is. But also have the boundaries where they shouldn't be in touch with you, if you can provide those as well, just for the sake of keeping things a little bit clearer and a little bit cleaner on both ends so there's no misunderstandings. Um, make sure that there's still a lot of... Um, you know, a room for encouragement, for praise. You can even create initiatives or incentives in a remote environment. You just have to be creative and think outside the box. Um, be more prompt to returning emails, calls, and voicemails just because of the fact that there is a lot of fog, if you will, in terms of, you know, this new way of connecting and working together. You know, make sure that you have those times when you do come together as a team, especially if you have support leaders, and discuss some of the glitches and, and maybe even share some tips and ideas together collaboratively to help each other out as to how to best navigate through this new territory of remote work. Um, have some fun, too. Uh, maybe allocate a lunch hour where people can join um, voluntarily. It doesn't, it's not mandatory, but they can join if they want to and just have some fun chit chat while they're having their lunch at the computer. Um, or, or maybe there's a different time of day that that happens. I'm a big advocate of team huddles, which is Monday, you know, the first day of the week for 15 to 20 minutes, have a team huddle. You can do this virtually and just the first few minutes of the team huddle, just spend time talking about victories, give everybody a chance to talk about what victories they've had, and then talk about, you know, after that, what is on the agenda or what tasks or 
um, projects need to be completed and allow the team to collaborate with ideas and questions for that particular project or those projects. And then before you end the call, make sure that you give them all a chance to each speak out a goal that they're going to set so that there's some proactive and continued um, uh, um, goal setting and progress being made. And that way, when you come back on the call the next time around, then they can you know, answer whether they accomplish that goal and there can be some applause and some encouragement there. It just keeps the ball rolling and it keeps everybody working together and feeling like a team. It gels everyone together as a team. So that's really important. Um, create a system for sharing documents, whether you use you know, Google Docs or Dropbox or whatever. Make sure that, that those documents are shared. And you know if they need to be collaboratively worked on, that you allocate time to do those things. Make sure that if you are working from home, that you stay aligned with company culture. Um, you know, and this may in, you know, include um, you know, being careful what you send and, and what you text or chatting about things and spending too much time on things you shouldn't, even on social media. Try to remove those distractions or temptations like we talked about earlier in this series. Um, dress professionally, especially if you're going to be talking to clients on video. We, we had a big discussion of that. Not only uh, making you feel better, but also look more professional on the video. Uh, one thing that a lot of people don't think about, and I've talked to a few remote workers in high up CEO positions, is not thinking about the background that you have. <laughs> so pay attention to what's behind your chair um, before you go on a video conference. And if it's not something that you want the whole world to see, you might need to ch either change that background or cover it up or <laughs> move it or something. <laughs> you know, if you can rearrange your computer in such a way or sit in a different area or a different room where it's, you know, a, a little bit more professional, that's important to do. Um, pay attention to the lighting as well that you're in the room so that you don't look like a, a dark-eyed monster of some kind. <laughs> so um, emphasize one-on-one -on -one check-ins. Make sure you're still having your one-on-ones with your leader or with your teammates, um, even if it's just a two-minute um, instant message, chat, video call, FaceTime, text message. It just helps employees and teams feel more connected. And so, again, this is about keeping morale up. Speaking of which, I have a brand new virtual program that I have just launched. It is developed from my IPV group coaching, which has been around for years and has helped teams to completely change their cultures. It is science-backed, solution-based, interactive virtual training sessions customized to engage and motivate teams. There are four total 90-minute virtual sessions done in eight weeks' time to improve performance and engagement in remote teams in an interactive, solution-based way. So the four are emotional intelligence, the internal force of self-mastery and influence, velvet-covered steel, so teaching them to re stay resilient, powerful, and in control no matter what's going on around us, conquering energy and productivity, productivity vampires in a remote workspace, stepping out without stepping on anyone, so savvy and professional verbal and written communications. And I've had many compliments on my work from places like Spectrum Health, Gemini Publishing, uh, Quality Car Wash, and many, many others. But this is just a dynamic program designed for remote teams that are dealing with anxiety, performance, and disengagement challenges. If you're interested in learning more, please contact me. I would love to share with you this very affordable program and uh, possibly set it up in your environment. You can reach me at Michelle at